0: now is the time to stock up on all of your sexy shoe needs because this january all month long shoes and boots are buy one get one half off at all lovers lane store locations and at loverslane.com Hello, welcome to the Intimacy Advisor podcast. I am Sarah TomTom, your new host. Yes, this is a new voice that's coming to you through your headphones, your car stereo, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Haley, who has been hosting and producing the Intimacy Advisor podcast for the last year, has decided to move on to some new and exciting endeavors and adventures in her career. And we just really want to thank her for what she's built here and all the effort that she's put in to uh, building a, a really fun and engaging podcast for Lovers Lane. and wish her the best of luck in her new endeavors. It is January 2022, and I am taking over as your host of the Intimacy Advisor podcast. So I thought I'd let you know a little bit about me, and I hope that we get to know each other through your questions that you send in, and I'm really excited to be taking over this sex-positive platform with you all. I am a sexuality educator. I've been teaching pleasure-based sex education since 2007. I got my start in uh, adult retail. I've worked for a number of retailers, and so I am an absolute sex toy enthusiast, and I have lots of sex toy knowledge and experience and creative and fun ways to incorporate sex toys into your play to enhance your experience and also create more intimacy with yourself, your own body, and your partners. I teach online predominantly right now due to this global pandemic that we find ourselves in. My teaching platform is pleasurepractices.com and sexplus.com. And in addition to teaching online, I also produce sexuality content and predominantly video content. So I produce a lot of um, educational videos for sex toy manufacturers and such. I am a mom of a six-year-old daughter. And I am a kinky queer person who is just really excited to share with you this deep knowledge that I have of sexuality, this enthusiasm that I have for all of the unique ways that we express our sexuality and also become really empowered by connecting to our sexual selves. And so I thought I would lay the foundation with this first episode that I have with you all, talk a little bit about pleasure versus orgasm. Because although we are definitely going to be talking about orgasms and how to have really expansive orgasmic experiences and different ways to play and try new things and all kinds of sexual adventures that you can have, I really like talking about sex from the perspective of experiencing pleasure rather than setting orgasm as your number one primary target. And the reason that is, is that when you have a really goal oriented approach, like this is an A to B, a clear line to I'm going after the orgasm, it can create a lot of pressure, not only for yourself, but certainly for a partner. If you're playing with a partner, you know, everybody wants everyone to have a good time. But sometimes when we're solely focused on the orgasm, What can happen is that we rush, we focus on the end result rather than on the experience, and that can push us out of our bodies and into our heads. Being in your head during sex is not a very connected way to experience pleasure, to Uh, experience intimacy or connection with a partner, to feel empowered in your body. And it really can be quite limiting to the experience that you have around your sexuality. So I've found over the years talking to people and uh, really trying to help folks address those roadblocks that come up to um, the big O or having the kinds of really expansive and uh, deep and powerful sensations and experiences that folks want to have around their sexuality, that anything that is going to get you in your head means that you're really working against yourself, right? And like we have enough that gets us in our head. So what if we just tried, dropping some of the attachment to the orgasm, and we thought about really focusing in on the pleasurable sensations throughout the process, the end result is going to be that you're going to have more powerful, more orgasmic experiences in your body. So we are talking about the same thing, but when you hear me talk about pleasure rather than focusing heavily on orgasm. Just know that I'm. my goal is to help folks get into a grounded and expansive and just really empowered relationship with their sexuality. The other really cool thing about focusing on pleasure rather than staying really hyper-focused on the orgasm is that pleasure is something you can experience in your day-to-day life and it's like muscle memory so anyone who you know is really big into exercising or perhaps has healed from an injury knows that what you build through the process of being in relationship with your body in an intentional way is is muscle memory. And over time, things get much easier and, and, and flow in your body, right? And I think of this same concept relating to pleasure. So if you are focusing on pleasure in your day-to-day life and being intentional about seeking out and noticing pleasure when it arises, what's going to happen is you're going to become more attuned to pleasure so that then when you have time to, you know, uh, have a sexy date with your partner or spend some time with your own body masturbating, you're going to have more expansive and amazing experiences, And the way that we do this in our day-to-day is you just take a moment to step outside and feel the breeze on your skin with your morning yogurt and strawberries. Really take a few slow, just slow it down. Take a few intentional bites and really allow the flavor to, to experience the flavor. Take some time to pet your cat and notice how soft the fur feels on your hand or maybe even uh, you know the, the back of your hand that's a little bit more sensitive take a deep breath during the day and just feel some relaxation set into your body these are simple kind of pleasure centered intentional moments that you can create every day for yourself that make you more attuned and sensitive to pleasurable experiences. And from there, you get to take this amazing muscle memory, this this way that you've trained your reward pathway in your brain and when you focus on your genitals or your partner's body or getting naked or having sex suddenly the pleasure comes much more easily. And now that we are starting a new year, this is obviously the time of the year that a lot of people focus on self-improvement, setting goals and resolutions. You'll hear a lot of new year, new you. I want to encourage you to take some of this pleasure-centered habits idea into your resolutions. Think about how to approach your goals that you are mulling over right now from a pleasure-centered perspective. And what I mean by that is to think about how you want to feel rather than what you want to put on your to-do list. Pleasure-centered resolutions are goals that will make you feel good. So when you're approaching something based on, like, here is an action I want to take. I want to lose 10 pounds you know, the thing that usually comes out of that is then, okay, let me look at some diets and some exercise habits that I can take on. And you try to incorporate them into your routine. And by the end of the month, you're kind of stressed out and you're like, this is not fitting in with my lifestyle. And now I feel like a failure. And it's kind of the same thing I was just talking about with the pleasure versus orgasm, right? Like you've set this goal That may or may not be really achievable for you. And if that's the case, like certainly it feels really awesome to hit a goal that you've set for yourself. But, you know, there's a really high percentage of New Year's resolutions that go right out the window within like three weeks of January. So when you're approaching it, just like, okay, here's the thing I'm going to do I'm going to lose the 10 pounds, you are not grounded then in what is that goal really about for you? What is the motivation there? Are you wanting to start a diet or an exercise routine because you want to feel more empowered? Are you wanting to do it because you just want to look better in your clothes? Is it about feeling sexy? And when you start breaking down like the root of the goal you can then center your resolution around i want to feel sexy here are five things i can do that give me that feeling one of them might be eating better one of them might be exercise but perhaps you've had a really stressful week at work And on Friday, when you get home, you just don't feel like exercising. And now if that was your goal, you're going to beat yourself up. But if you've got this, I want to feel sexy. Okay, here are all my tools in my toolbox for that. I could exercise right now. Mm, I don't really have the energy for that. Ooh, I could take a luxurious bath and then get into my silk robe. That always makes me feel really sexy. And now what's happened is you had a really positive experience around your goal instead of this like, oh, it's on my to-do list. I've got to do it. And if I don't do it, I'm failing. So how can we reframe these common goals that we have around how we want to feel rather than. Adding a whole bunch of extra work onto our already very busy schedules. I mean, maybe you're one of those people right now that finds yourself not super busy between work and family obligations and, you know, making ends meet and possibly taking care of kids and all of these kinds of things. Like we've got a lot of responsibility in our modern day lives. So I find that when I set a resolution that is just a really kind of hard line goal, uh, while I am fairly, I'm someone who's actually pretty good at reaching my goals, I often introduce more stress into my day-to-day life. And usually my goal is more about mitigating stress or making myself feel good rather than feeling like, oh gosh, like I have another thing I have to do. So when you're thinking about a pleasure-centered goal, it can certainly involve these things like losing weight or exercise, but thinking about it, in terms of, oh, I want to feel connected to my body. Well, things that can make you feel connected to your body could be a bath. It could be having a healthy meal. It could be having sex. It could be having a naked cuddle with your partner and having your hands on each other. Uh, it could be taking sexy selfies, right? So now you have all of these different tools that you can use to achieve that feeling. And I think when you want to see change, whether it's in your lifestyle or your relationship or your body, it's also really important to think about what is actually in your control because sometimes we set really lofty goals that maybe are fed to us from mainstream culture of, you know, this is how you're supposed to look or this is how you're supposed to act or these are all the things that you're supposed to have figured out by a certain age rather than looking at, okay, what is my current circumstance, lifestyle, situation, what is around me and what is within my control and how can I improve that? by 20%. So, you know, if your goal is to eat better, look at what you're currently eating and think about introducing a vegetable-based meal once a day, rather than some really complicated diet plan. Or if you are wanting to feel more connected to your partner, but you both have really busy schedules and it is complicated to set a date night every single week, start with a date night once a month. And from there, what's going to happen is you're going to have a great time and you're going to find ways to prioritize and expand from there. But sometimes when we set these goals that are kind of far off goals and we don't think of ways to level up to that place, we're just not setting ourselves up for success. And I think I really want to encourage folks to just generally be thinking about, you know, what are the things that make you feel empowered? What are the things that make you feel present or joyful? And center your goals around those things. Like if you're someone who knows that when there is a sense of adventure, that you just feel much more engaged and excited about life, it might be out of your reach to go and do a World tour of all of the places on your bucket list. But that's not to say that you can't find a place once a month in your area that you haven't explored before. Or maybe there's a place that's on your bucket list that you want to go to and it It's not necessarily in your reach to do it this year, but what about exploring their cuisine a little bit and trying some new recipes from that place and getting the flavors and the tastes and reading books about that place? You know, we can achieve these feelings in a variety of different ways. When we're clear about naming what we want and when you have a little bit of flexibility and creativity in how you approach creating that feeling and that new routine for yourself. So your homework for this month is if you already have your resolutions, if you already have your goals in place, awesome. Just take another look at them and see if there are some ways to reframe them that are pleasure-centered And I promise you that what you're going to find is that when you're experiencing more pleasure in the pursuit of these goals, you're going to stick to them more consistently. You're going to uh, notice and allow more pleasure in, and you will find that there is a ripple effect into all areas of your life that really um, gives you more access to feeling grounded, feeling connected to yourself, to the people in your life, and just makes you feel more enriched and full. And ultimately, that is a place on which we can build a lot of sexy vibes. So Happy new year, everyone. Again, I'm so excited to be here with you taking over the intimacy advisor podcast. And I really hope that you will send in your questions and connect with me so I can learn more about what you're interested in talking about. And you can find us on Instagram. And Facebook at the Intimacy Advisor Pod or on Twitter at IA underscore pod. And uh, the intimacyadvisor.com blog has a variety of tips, tricks, relationship advice. You can ask questions there and I will see them as well. Uh, you can find us at loverslane.com or sexdrive.com. And you can email me directly at Sarah, that is with an H. So S-A-R-A-H at Sarah tomtom.com. Until next time. More romance, more intimacy, More more intimacy, more